All right, welcome in. What is this, the most anticipated Corbett's Corner ever? Uh, what are you all here to hear me rip my former employers, my former coworkers? No, that's not what this is going to be, but uh, I was honestly disrespected, uh, disrespected yesterday. I was hurt, shocked, confused. Uh, it was right before I had to go do a job, right? I was, uh, you know, some of you know that I I'm employed now uh, as a freelancer here in Shakopee, Minnesota to do their Sabres Live, etc. So first time I'm doing swimming and diving, which was a blast last night, by the way. And right before I just say, oh, wow, uh, kind of a cheap move there. Kind of a something that slapped me across the face. Uh, you know, I'm trying to bottle up my emotions. It pissed me off. Maybe the Dylan four years ago would have uh, just completely eviscerated him, which may or may not happen by the end of this. But I do want to be clear, this is not uh, anything against my former boss, Nate Brown. Uh, I'd like to think we're still friends. I still consider him a mentor. I still consider him uh, as really a guy that's got me to where I am at with this craft, uh, to where I feel comfortable talking in front of a mic. Um, but also something that I am enjoying now, something that really frustrated me before is I actually have that. This is my podcast. This is my platform. This is me able to tell the story. And there was a lot of stories I was not able to tell because, you know, I got pushed in the corner. Hey, it's not my, you know, it's not my platform. Now I've got the platform. This is it. So I can kind of explain myself. But again, this isn't me just tearing apart my former boss. I have still a lot of respect for Nate. But um, yeah, you know, this guy, this producer that I think is behind this, it's kind of interesting. So I'm going to lay out the events of what happened yesterday and just how I think it was just a clear sign of just utter disrespect, utter, you know, idiocy for the the market, you know, this guy's a guy that just cracked into this job and he's maybe feeling good, thinks he's got a foot in the door, but he's a producer. He's a producer. He'll just be pushing buttons forever. And he, yeah, I don't know why we had a falling out, but this I would consider a falling out. His name is Matt Kearney. I can name him now. So again, I will dive into that. But of course, this is Corbett's Corner. Um, let's get to some sports before I get into how I was utterly disrespected yesterday couple of programming notes. It's been an incredible Corbett's day six today for Eddie Quartz. We're almost going to give away that jackpot. Um, this is Corbett's Corner. Check out Winging It episode 15 if you have not yet, and keep an eye out for core trades this week on the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. I don't think the Nets are going to work out. Uh, this is one of the best offenses in NBA history we've seen in terms of efficiency. You're going to get that with Harden, Irving, KD, but those are all ball-dominant guys. It's what happened with the Heat in year one when they lost to the heavily under uh, underdog Dallas Mavericks when LeBron James refused to post up J.J. Barea, and they lost. Remember, it took them a year to figure out, okay, three superstars on one team, how do we make this work? This is year one for the Nets. I think you're seeing this right now. Yes, they're third in the East. East a lot more watered down than the West. Uh, and I think the Celtics are still better than them. So I think the Nets could be a four seed. Maybe if they figure things, there's still a lot of time to figure it out before the playoffs. And I'm not saying that's totally out of the question, but in my preliminary thoughts here from seeing them, it's not only one of the best offenses we've seen in terms of efficiency in NBA history, one of the worst defenses in NBA history. You've got KD off an Achilles injury. You've got Harden, one of the worst defenders we've seen. And Kyrie, who's not a spectacle himself defensively. Um, so you saw that last night, how you lose to a six win Pistons team by 11. That's, you know, the bad, the really bad of the Nets. I'm not sure it's going to work out this year. ESPN is so whack, uh, with their clickbait headlines. Did you see this one today? Russell Wilson sounds off about getting hit too much. Oh, wow. Okay. Got to see this click. 
Yeah, you, you know, no. And the first paragraph is just like, yeah, I've been getting hit too much. I don't know. Russell Wilson, the most soft-spoken guy, never sounds off on anything. I don't think sounding off is part of his, you know, his aura. And, and of course, it was just ESPN trying to get you to click to see, see Russell Wilson say, hey, I've been hit, getting hit too much. And then when the follow-up question is, well, are you upset with the Seahawks? He laughs and goes, oh, I'm just saying I'm just getting hit. Wow, what a sound off. Uh, I also saw, saw a crazy one yesterday on Instagram. And it goes, putting, putting in work with the Knicks, day one, D. Rose. Uh, the Knicks lost. D. Rose had 14 points off the bench. Like, what the fuck? Why are we still? I don't get what ESPN is trying to pump in front of us to try and, you know, get us entertained. I, D. Rose is done. This He's already been a Nick. He's already been in the garden, you know. I, I don't understand that. Uh, how about the 76ers? Yes, a little tad of my futures. I've got a juicy 76ers to win the East. They look really damn good. Simmons, Embiid, shooters now. Seth Curry, Richardson still with, uh, excuse me, no, Seth Curry. They finally got the shooter they need at the two-guard position. They're trying to go after J.J. Redick. That'd be awesome if they hold on to that one. The Bucks are coming. That's the Bucks' conference, at least in the regular season. But I think the 76ers are in a good position here. Pelicans, I've got them to win the NBA Southwest division, a weak division. Uh, they've won four straight, so it looked pretty dead in the water early on. But now the Pelicans starting to figure it out, understand Van Gundy, year two for Zion. They're just two games back of the San Antonio Spurs. So I like that. That's another juicy future I've got there with the Pels to win their division, just two games back of the Spurs uh, at the moment. I think that's something they could seriously uh, pass them up as it goes throughout the course of the regular season. Okay, lastly, T-Wolves, back-to-back first-round picks, and I think they're still going to suck. Anthony Edwards was the wrong guy. It's LaMelo Ball. Of course, the T-Wolves fucked that up. They got Andrew Wiggins 2.0. Uh, Ryan Saunders is a terrible coach. Uh, the Sports Talk Radio here on the fan is fantastic. Uh, Dan Barrero, bumper to bumper in the afternoon. He's hilarious talking about about just the T-Wolves um, going about their day-to-day operations. Uh, let's go to a little Aussie Open. How about some upsets last night, especially on the women's side? Uh, Andrescu, the number 8th-ranked women's tennis player, and the number ninth ranked Vitova both went down last night. Uh, so that was kind of shocking on the men's side. Wawrinka, right? Wawa. He's, a, I believe, a former champ or a former he's played in the title game. He went down last night, hard-fought five-set uh, match. And then how about the number two woman tennis player in the world, Simona Halep? She just advanced it around a 32 by the skin of her teeth. Uh, round of 32 begins uh, tomorrow night, so they're wrapping up the round of 64 in both the men's and women's tonight, and then the round of 32 with some really good matchups coming up beginning tomorrow night. Okay, so a little timeline. Uh, You know, I'm a guy that gets into sports, foot in the door with the Peoria Chiefs in the first year of college, right? So that's when I knew I wanted to go into broadcasting. I take a ho-dunk 3,000-person town job, small-town radio, a small town that gets, out in rugby, North Dakota, just because, fuck it, I want to chase my dream. Did that for 10 months, you know, loved it for maybe two months, really kind of struggled with being up there, isolated town, cold as all hell uh, for eight months, you know, and then I got my big break, which I do consider a big break. I knew that I wanted to go from music radio and play-by-play to I want to talk sports full-time. And that's luckily when Nate Brown, you know, was probably maybe less than a year after buying his own station because he wanted to do the same thing. He wanted to 
you know, talk sports, bought his own station, started his own talk show, Afternoon Drive. Uh, took a chance on a kid who was just bouncing out of college from North Dakota, wanted to move to a bigger city, Rapid City. I still love that place. Uh, you know, a nice 90,000, most beautiful scenic place you will ever be in. Uh, still holds a place in my heart. Uh, and Nate and I just built that thing. It was me and him, you know. It was obviously him. It's Nate. He, he literally built that. But he kind of showed me the tricks of the trade and really groomed me to kind of realize, okay, I can be an entrepreneur on myself. He's a small business owner. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, he started it. You know, he went with the radio route, and now I'm kind of trying to go with the digital route here, which he is doing as well. He's one of the smarter guys in South Dakota where he was the first guy to say, no, we need a podcast because listeners are on demand, and that's why he's the most successful sports talk show in South Dakota, and I'd like to think that I am a huge part of that. Uh, but, you know, great tandems have a falling out, and that's eventually what happened. We brought on this producer, one of the best guys in the world. You know, this guy, Matt Kearney, he's a great producer, and here's why I was so blindsided by him not only unfollowing me from his account, but then taking the show account, right, the Twitter account, and here's how I kind of built it up. I made that fucking account. I made the goddamn account. I built that thing from zero followers to 350 in a year and a half. And then you take it over, you build up, what, 20 followers? You think you could fucking unfollow me? Bush League, dude. Fucking learn your place. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, again, I want to specify this is nothing against Nate. Nate texted me last night because he saw that, hey, I was pretty ticked off. I'm like, what's going on? Nate's had a tough year. Uh, you know, he's dealt. He's now thrusted back into a full play-by-play role because, you know, I'm not there anymore. Another, We lost one of our coworkers to COVID this year, Brian Fisher. Rest in peace. It's been a tough year for everybody, but... Nate sends me a text last night, and no apology. You know, he just, he he did clarify, hey, this is me. Uh, you know, I fixed it. He made, he basically, this is so funny, he made Matt Kearney follow me back on the show account because, yeah, that's fucked up. That's my fucking account. And here's why it's so stupid is because, you know, what I'm doing my own thing over here. I've never, it's not like I unfollowed you guys after you fired me. Do I give a shit about Steven's football, central football getting blown out every Friday? No, but I follow you guys still because I support you guys. Support the people that support us. Remember when I taught you guys that line? And Matt Kearney, here's the thing too. Like, What, you think you're a rising star in this business? Bro, you were my board op for fucking two years as I was the star of the show on the air. I could have not mentioned your name once, but I make it personally part of my job as a broadcaster to make sure the guy in the studio gets credited. Hey, here's the guy that's making sure this broadcast is possible. Matt Kearney's a great board op, but you know maybe he's getting a little into his head here because you know taking a shot at me, that's the wrong side of a rivalry you want to be on. I thought we were friends, so that was very interesting to me. Just disrespectful. Uh, I mean, Matt Kearney, maybe worry about getting your sales numbers up a little more before and then you want to take shots at me because are, isn't that your voice on those ads that are still paying you guys money based on the fact that I got those contracts? Yeah, and I'm not seeing a dime from that. I don't care. That's fine. Do you. I'm doing me over here. But Matt Kearney, stay in your fucking lane, pal. Uh, that, that's all I got there. Again, I thought we were cool. I don't know what I did to piss him off. Again, Nate texted me, kind of said, hey, I'm still supporting you. Keep doing it. I'm listening to your stuff. Hey, brother, likewise, thank you for reaching out. Where was the apology? No. I mean, it was two texts, and and also he had the nerve to say, hey, just text me next time, and we can figure it out. 
No, 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 no. That's not how this works anymore. This is my podcast. That's why you're listening to this right now. That's why I'm getting your clicks, because this is my podcast network, and I control the narrative around my life. You don't get to kind of silence me anymore. And again, it's I haven't aired the dirty laundry of why I got fired, which was some bullshit reason, too. And again, not totally Nate's fault, but who knows? I still love Nate as a friend. I still love Nate as a mentor, but... Dude loves playing both sides. I've been with him long enough to know that. Everyone's out for themselves in this industry, and I guess I just didn't realize how close to the bone that was. Uh, I guess you realize people's true colors once you leave. Um, but, yeah, again, I'm not trying to kind of condemn anything. I'm still going to support Nate Brown. That's why, you know, I'm not – that's what's so funny is, what, a third of that show's account, which I built, was my friends from me telling them, hey, go follow this to support me, support my coworkers. I didn't tell them to all purge that account. They don't give a shit what's going on with that account now that I'm fucking gone. You know, I'll leave it up to their discretion, I guess, if they still want to follow it. But just shit like that. It was Bush League. Learn your place. Nate's claiming he knew nothing about it. I guess I'll believe him for that. But just wanted to kind of get that out there. I'm doing my own thing over here, guys. That's why I fucking moved away because I didn't want to be involved in your business. I'm still supporting you guys. I, I still love Nate Brown, Matt Kearney. You're dead to me. I mean, you're you're on the wrong side of a rivalry now, now pal. It can enjoy tweeting about the fucking weather every two minutes. You know, good luck in this business. Uh, I was pissed off. This is Corbett's Corner. This is the explanation of what happened. I hope nothing keeps going from this. You know, Nate and I are cool, but... God, you know, it just blindsided me. I'm doing my own thing here. I'm trying to grow my own fucking thing. And what is this? You you feel threatened by what I'm doing? I'm not even in your fucking hemisphere anymore. Uh, just complete disrespect. I couldn't believe it. And hey, uh, I guess you never know, people. Nate did reach out, so I did want to clarify that. But again, it was just, hey, text me next time. What? Okay, what does that do? Still disrespectful. All right, we'll talk to you. I'm going to St. Louis this weekend, so I'm pumped. Uh, a little business trip. Flying first class tonight. How about that? So exciting content coming out. Keep an eye on the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. If you like it, follow. If you don't, don't follow. That's what's the funny thing about this. I really don't care about losing a follower, but the fact that it was just pettiness from an account that I fucking built. Matt Kearney, unfollow me. Please, that's fine. Thank you. I will gladly unfollow you back. But why did you have to do try and do me dirty like that with my the account I built? And you have the pleasure of getting, because I got let go, you got thrusted into a job that you might, uh, you know, you're not privy to every conversation that went on at Fox Sports Rapid City, man. Working those sales, not as much as my Twitter account. Take care. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.